Hello, songs for the struggling artist listeners, my friends of the podcast. Uh, this is Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast, podcast, blogcast. This is episode 49, and it has been a little while since I podcasted at you. Uh, sorry about that. I was away for about three weeks, and in the week before that, I think I was a bit I don't know, I was like busy before going away. So it's been almost a month. It's been like a lunar month since I posted the last blogcast. My apologies to those of you who've been missing missing it. Um, but I'm back. Here we go. Episode 49. So I'm, I'm skipping around a little bit. I managed to post some more blogs while I was away, but not so much the blog cast. So um, I have a song kind of ready to go for this blog I'm about to read you. Um, so I'm skipping one, and then I'm going to go back and do that one once I figured out what song I'm going to put at the end of it. But this one, the song is in the title. So... Um, it's ready to go. So I'm going to give it to you first. Um, this is going to be a part of a series. Um, I'm, I may have already mentioned this at some point, but, uh, I'm, I got kind of obsessed with generations, um, about a month ago, maybe two months ago now. And I started writing this kind of epic post. And then I realized it really is probably multiple posts rather than one because you know what? People don't like to read big, long posts on the internet. That's why, that's why too long didn't read became TLDR. And, uh, yeah. So it, I think it will be once I'm done one big coherent piece, I hope. Um, but in the meanwhile, I'm going to be doing it in little bits. So this is the first part and the second part I'll probably post actually on the blog probably today. And we will just see how it all develops. And it's kind of, um, it's interesting to think about years and generations and people have been responsive to this one. So uh, I'm glad to be able to share it with you. So here it is. This is uh, Generation X stuck in the middle with you. While visiting a small town, I found myself at a local restaurant where a band was playing their Saturday night gig. The band's leader sang a song about being a kid in 1992, which helped me place him as a member of the millennial generation. The audience was mostly represented by the baby boomer generation, with a handful of the band's millennial friends in the mix. When the band played a cover of a hit song from the Baby Boomers' youth, they filled the room with exuberant dance, and the millennial men in the audience turned red from containing their laughter. There was an atmosphere of these two generations trying to communicate with one another and find some kind of balance between them. There were pleading songs of a young man to an older one. A white-haired man came up on stage while a band played to adjust their levels. These two generations were simultaneously at odds and in cahoots. And as far as I know, I was the lone representative of my generation. Generation X. In fact, I realized then that I had spent my entire week in this small town as the lone Gen X representative. Where was the rest of Gen X in this town? 
Were they all home with their kids, or had the town been vacated by Gen X years ago? If this party was for boomers and millennials, where was the Gen X party? And nationwide, maybe even worldwide, where is the Gen X party? Where is Gen X hanging out? And why wasn't I invited? Until this moment in the restaurant slash bar, I had not given my generation much thought. In fact, like 59% of Gen X, I didn't really identify with the category at the time. But that has changed in recent years. Ever since I started to read articles like why Generation X are just the coolest, Generation X, America's Neglected Middle Child, and excerpts of a book called X Saves the World, How Generation X Got the Shaft But Can Still Keep Everything from Sucking. And I found myself suddenly feeling an incredible kinship with my generation. I'd read these things and think, yeah, I am like that. Yes, we will save the world. Why do people underestimate us? Like the atmosphere in the small town bar, the big generational stories in the press tend to be about the more populous generations, the boomers and the millennials. The thrust of the Gen X narrative boils down to, what about us? The underlying soundtrack to every Gen X article is the Simple Line song from the Breakfast Club soundtrack, Don't You Forget About Me. Simultaneously, the comments on all of these stories tended to boil down to decrying making generational distinctions as bullshit. Gen Xers would appear to call bullshit the most. But Gen X calling bullshit may be the epitome of Gen Xness. Contradiction? Yes. But wrestling with contradictions is apparently also a Gen X trait. Generations, generally, are probably bullshit. But they are somehow meaningful bullshit. When we were kids, magazines used to write about us too. We were pretty fascinating when we were the subjects of teen movies and post-college romances. The older generations worried about us and the lyrics of our music. What was this new rap music all about? You call it hip-hop? What is this stuff? Grunge? What is wrong with these kids today? We were worried over. Got called slackers and malcontents. Time Magazine's cover story in 1990 wondered if we were laid back, late blooming, or just lost. But decades later, as a generation, the press don't talk about us much anymore. We have to talk about ourselves. And while we may not have embraced the label of Gen X at the time, it was 1991 before we had a label coined by a guy who was born in 61 and therefore not even Gen X by most measurements, but in this moment, Gen X is a convenience. Would, be, would we be more recognized if some of our other names had stuck? What if we were still called the Baby Busters? Or the Latchkey Generation? Or the Video Generation? Gen X is pretty neutral, as nicknames go, and accepting our Gen X identity seems to make us more visible. But we are technically middle-aged now. Perhaps middle-aged people are always invisible. Maybe the silent generation turned 40 and thought, hey, what about us? The other sticky bit is that middle-aged is generally used as a pejorative. Say middle-aged, and I picture a paunchy guy in clashing plaid sitting on a couch. It strikes me that maybe we don't really know what 40 and 50 looks like. I saw a comment about the amazing Michaela Watkins, Gen X, in Casual. 
The comment said something like, this character is turning 40, she looks like she's 60. And I realized how few 40-year-old women this person has probably seen. The commenter had no sense of what 40 might look like, or for that matter, what 60 might look like. Some Gen Xers look like the generation behind us, and some look like the generation ahead. I was recently mistaken for a college student. At the gig that kicked off this whole Gen X exploration, I got carded. A couple of years ago, I was asked for my hall pass at a high school. Meanwhile, Michaela Watkins, who is two years older than me, somehow looks like she's 20 years older. We stand in this very odd middle space. I now feel about Gen X the way David Rakoff discusses being Canadian in that This American Life story. You know the one where whenever someone mentions a famous Canadian, a Canadian feels compelled to chime in and say, you know they're Canadian. I feel like I do that for Gen X now. Tina Fey, she's Gen X. Amy Poehler, Gen X. Ava DuVernay, Gen X. Tupac Shakur, Gen X. Melissa McCarthy, Gen X. Samantha Bee, Gen X. Jennifer Lopez, Gen X. Kurt Cobain, David Foster Wallace, and the Brat Pack are maybe more closely identified with Gen X, but Gen X is everywhere. Ever since I started researching Generation X, I have found myself compulsively looking up people's birthdays to check their Gen X status. I may have resisted the blanket identification before, but as I watch my generation ignored, treated like the middle child, and generally dismissed, I feel a responsibility, particularly as a woman, at an age when women start to become invisible, to be vocal and highly visible, and to be unapologetically Generation X. And that, my friends, is part one. Part two will be coming up soon. And thank you so much for listening. Let me know, are you Gen X? What is your generation? And, and I actually am really curious about generations in general. Some people just like don't even think about which generation they identify with. And some people identify with lots of them. So I'm curious, do you feel identified with your generation? Do you know what you do you even have a generation? Do you feel anyway, let me know. Um, you can reach me on Twitter at, uh, at E rainbow D that is the letter E the word rainbow and D and uh, you can message me there. That's probably the best place to, to catch me. Um, or if you know me outside of this podcast, you can message me in whichever way you like if you have all my infosmations. Um, so finally, I have here a, uh, a song that was recorded round about well, just I think just before the year I was born, um, and then so it was. It's not really a Generation X song, although Quentin Tarantino used it, I think, in a film. And he's for some people, he's kind of the quintessential Generation X filmmaker. Um, so he sort of brought it back around into a generational use. Um, so it's really maybe a baby boomer song, uh, like re re reused recycled revitalized for gen x and, and i'm sure everyone listens to it these days it's funny the music the current generation seems to just kind of they listen to everything um which is awesome maybe anyway uh so this is stuck in the middle with you and um 
one other kind of odd thing about it. So the, the reason I called this blog post stuck in the middle with you is because I've, that's the feeling I had while sitting at that gig. It's just sort of feeling like, well, I'm surrounded by all these people. <laughs> I feel kind of stuck in the middle. Um, but, you know, in learning it and working on it, I, I was like, this song sounds so much, well, it feels so much different when I sing it. Like, it almost feels like this is what it's like to be a woman at a party. Um, and there's, it just, like, maybe it's not so fun. There's, like, a little, there's a little hint of uh, the potential of, a, of, of, of danger um, that I can, that I feel in it. I don't know if, if, it, if you hear it. Um, but it's, it was interesting to, to sort of relook at this tune. Anyway, enjoy. Well, I don't know why I came here tonight. I got this feeling that something ain't right. I'm so scared in case I fall off my chair. And I wonder how I'll get down the stairs. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Yeah, I'm stuck in the middle with you. Well, I'm stuck in. 